What's going on? Episode 142 of WFS, The Will Ford Show. We're going to do some more NFL record predictions here this evening because week one of the NFL season starts next Thursday on September 9th. So we really got to get all of these teams in, all these divisions in very quickly. We're going to go two divisions tonight, so eight teams. So try and stick with me because we've got a lot of teams to get through. We did the AFC North in the last episode. We had the Browns and the Ravens atop that division, both at 11-6. and six. Now we're going to move on to the AFC South to start this episode. Let's start off with the Tennessee Titans. And again, no particular order. I'm not going in the order that I think the teams will win the division. If it so happens to be that way, that's just by random chance. But Starting off with the Tennessee Titans, I think they're going to kind of be a mediocre-ish team this year. And that's weird to say, considering they just added Julio Jones, who is one of the five or six best receivers in the league, especially when he's healthy, and pairing him with A.J. Brown. But I do think that they're going to take a step back this year, especially because that defense is not very good. Not not a very good defensive front. They can't generate a lot of pressure, and their corners aren't very good either. It's just not a good defense. And uh, I think the offense, the passing game will get a little better, but I don't think the running game is going to be as good. I think Derrick Henry will take a step back as well because I just don't think there's any way he can have three straight seasons where he's carrying the ball over 300 times, rushes for over 2,000 yards, he hasn't rushed for over 2,000 yards in, in two straight seasons, but like I just don't think he can really maintain that kind of production. And so I think the Titans are going to take a step back this year. They're going to open up the first two games of the year at home against the Cardinals and then at the Seahawks. I think those are two losses right there. Then you get on track three wins in a row against the Colts, the Jets, and the Jaguars. I think the Colts... It's going to start off a little slow just because Carson Wentz is their new QB. You're still working out the kinks there. The Jets and the Jags, very young teams, rookie quarterbacks. You're going to get wins there. Then it gets kind of rough. You're going to lose four games in a row against the Bills, Chiefs. Colts will have things figured out by then. And the Rams. Three out of those four teams, the Bills, Chiefs, and Rams, I think are Super Bowl contenders. So you really... You know, hitting the gauntlet there, but you're going to start off the year three and six. Not going to be ideal. You'll get two wins in a row after that, though, with the New Orleans Saints and the Houston Texans. A loss against the Patriots, who I think are going to be pretty decent by year's end after Mac Jones gets a little comfortable. And then you'll enter the bye week sitting at five and seven. Uh, and so, kind of still in that playoff hunt out of the bye. You're going to have the Jaguars again. That'll be a win. You're going to be at the Steelers. Usually the Steelers, by the end of the year, kind of go on the tail end. They, they kind of dip down a little bit, drop their level. So I think you'll get a win in Pittsburgh. The 49ers, I don't think it really matters who starts at quarterback for the 49ers. They're going to be good either way. And so in week 16, you're going to lose to the 49ers. And then you'll have two wins to close the year against the Dolphins. And against the Houston Texans again. That'll give the Tennessee Titans a 9-8 and eight record. So you're above 500 and you're in contention for a playoff spot. Potentially. 
the big thing for them is that they'll be five five and one in the division. So if this division is kind of close, you've got that in your back pocket. They'll be five and four at home, four and four on the road, and that leads the way so far at nine and eight. The Jacksonville Jaguars next. So they're a really young team, rookie quarterback. There's going to be a lot of growing pains to start. I don't envision them winning a lot of games this year just because Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's decent receivers to throw to Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault, DJ Shark are solid options, but, and, and James Robinson is a good running back, but the defense isn't great. Offensive line isn't great. They're going to struggle and they, they play a lot of good teams this year too. They're going to get a win in their first game of the year at at the Texans, but then they're going to lose 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 games in a row. I, I really think the Jags are going to start off 1-12. and 12. Um, I just I don't envision them having the most fantastic of seasons, and that's not going to be because of Urban Meyer. It's not going to be because of Trevor Lawrence. I think it's just it's because they're not going to be able to hang with some of these high-scoring offenses like the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Bills, potentially the Colts, 49ers, Falcons, Rams, Titans. I mean, those are just tough teams to beat. Uh, then they'll beat the Texans again. So I think they'll get two wins in their division. They'll get a win against the Jets late in the year, and then they'll close the year with two losses at the Patriots and at home versus the Colts. They're going to go 3-14. and 14. Could they go be better than that? I think there's a chance they could be. I think they, they actually could be maybe a 6 or 7 win team. But, I mean, looking at this schedule, it looks pretty rough, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you're hosting the Cardinals. You're playing against the Titans, who have a, a good-looking offense. Even though I said that they would take a step back, I mean, there's still a lot of talent there. The Dolphins have a lot of young, good pieces on offense and a great defense. You have the Seahawks and Russell Wilson, Josh Allen and the Bills. The Colts, I think, are going to be much better midway through the year if Carson Wentz is healthy. 49ers, Falcons. There's just so many offenses there that can score a lot of points, and you've got to try to hang with those offenses week to week. And as good as Trevor Lawrence will be, I don't think he is going to have enough around him to, to win a lot of those games. So three and fourteen for the Jags, two and four in the division, two and six on the road, one and eight at home, and they'll have another top pick in the draft this year to help out Trevor Lawrence. The third team in the division, the Indianapolis Colts, really it's going to be all dependent on the quarterback play of Carson Wentz, um, and obviously every team's success is dependent on their quarterback play. But for the Colts in particular, I, I think it's it's Wentz's health. That's been the big question mark over the last couple of seasons, and he's kind of been up and down consistency-wise. 2017, he was an MVP candidate, then he got hurt, and then the injury started to mount. So we're going to see how healthy Wentz is to start the year. If he plays a whole season, can he put together an entire year? We'll see. But they're going to start off the year kind of rough, I think, just because Wentz is coming off of that surgery and there's just going to be some growing pains to start, just like any you know, new quarterback, new team situation. First two games are at home against the Seahawks and the Rams. Two very good teams, experienced teams. Those will be losses. At Tennessee, that's going to be a loss. And then I think you rebound with a win against the Miami Dolphins. 
but then you're back on the lose. You're going to go back and forth a little bit of wins and losses. You're going to lose at the Ravens, who I think are going to be, you know, really solid this year. A win against the Texans, loss against the 49ers. Uh, and so, you know, after the first handful of weeks, you're going to be two and five if you're the Colts. And I mean, that doesn't mean you're out of it. Still got a chance. They'll get three wins in a row to get them to 500, five and five against the Titans, Jets, and Jaguars. But then you're going to sink back below 500 with losses to the Bills and the Buccaneers. A win against the Texans. Then you have your bye week. And I always like having a bye week closer to the end of the season, especially if your team is a playoff, a team that can make the playoffs because that that late season bye can really recharge the battery going into the playoffs. Last four games of the year for the Colts. I think they'll split them and go two and two. They'll lose to the Patriots and the Cardinals, beat the Raiders, and beat the Jaguars. So that will put the Colts at eight and nine this year. And I think that's if Wentz is fully healthy. Uh, I, I think they're going to be a just kind of a mediocre team, not fantastic. Again, now something that could save them is the division record. I think they'll go five and one in the division because the division isn't very good. Five and four at home, three and five on the road. That puts them right behind the Tennessee Titans, you know, who are nine and eight. So you finish second in that division at eight and nine. You're more than likely not going to make the playoffs. However, I do think it is a two man race between the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. You could very easily flip flop the two and say the Colts go nine and eight and the Tennessee Titans go eight and nine. It's possible, but I think this is what's going to happen. And then lastly, Houston Texans. I'm not even going to waste my breath with the Texans. They're going to go all in 16. Deshaun Watson or not. Uh, I mean, if they have Deshaun Watson, you know, they might win, you know, maybe two or three games. Like you can get a win, some wins against the Jaguars, maybe. Uh, they have the Jets on the schedule. You could, you could maybe get two or three wins if you have Deshaun Watson. But right now, I'm playing as if you don't have Deshaun Watson. They're going to go 0 16 if they don't have Watson, Tyrod Taylor, Davis Mills, whoever starts at quarterback that's not named Deshaun Watson. It's not going to be good enough. Uh, the only legitimate weapon that they have on offense is Brandon Cooks. We don't know what Brevin Jordan's going to be, their late round tight end that they drafted. Nico Collins seems like he's, you know, a nice late round draft pick at receiver with a big frame. But the defense sucks. Your quarterback that you're going to have is not going to be very good. You're going to have, you know, one legitimate wide receiver on that team, but it doesn't matter how good he is in Brandon Cooks. If you don't got a quarterback that can get him the ball, that's going to be a very long year for the Texans. I think they go 0-16, and they're going to have the first pick in the draft, and they're going to be one of the lone 0-16 teams that we've ever seen. I think this could be very historically bad, like worse than the Cleveland Browns bad. So that's the AFC South right there. I think the Tennessee Titans will win the division at 9-8. and eight. I think this is going to be a a competitive division with two teams, but it's not going to be a very good division. So I, I do think that the Titans and the Colts are kind of middle-of-the-line teams. Uh, it, it kind of reminds me of the NFC East from last year where you had Washington, the Giants, and the Cowboys kind of all right there in the hunt at the end of the year, but with very bad records. Uh, and so I think that's kind of how Tennessee and the Colts are going to be. 
And of course, I think those two teams are probably better than any of those teams in the NFC East. But the point that I'm trying to make is just the competition within that division. Now, the other division that I want to do in this episode, we're going to go to the AFC East. So that features the New England Patriots, the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, and the Buffalo Bills. Now, this division just got a lot more interesting as of a couple of days ago because the New England Patriots cut Cam Newton. Now they have Mac Jones starting at quarterback. You have two rookie quarterbacks in this division, a second-year quarterback in this division, and then an MVP caliber quarterback in Josh Allen. So Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Tua Tagovailoa, Josh Allen. Clearly, the Bills are, are the favorites to win the division, and they should be. I have them winning the division, and they're going to be very good this year. Uh, we'll start off, though, with the New England Patriots record. They're first on my list here. I think the Patriots are going to start off you know, a little bit slow to start the year. I, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I'll say that right up top. That's that's the spoiler alert. They will finish below 500, but they're going to open the year at the Dolphins. And this isn't that I think Tua is better than Mac Jones, but I think Tua's got the better team around him. I think he's got a, a better supporting cast on offense and a better defense and so i'm going to go with the dolphins in week one against the patriots uh week two the patriots will get a win against the jets uh, again I, I don't think zach wilson he's just not my cup of tea we'll say that I, I went on the record saying that a handful of times uh they'll start off the year one and three with losses to the dolphins saints and buccaneers and they'll get a win against the jets Win against the Texans because, again, I think they go 0-16. Then three straight losses to the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Jets, and the Los Angeles Chargers. And then you get a win against the Panthers. I think that that is possible. I, I think the Panthers are going to kind of be a uh, up-and-down, middle-of-the-pack team this year. Losses to the Browns and the Falcons. And, again, the Falcons, I mean, you can say what you want about Matt Ryan. He still puts up numbers, and uh, he's Got some good weapons around him. Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, Russell Gage. It's going to be a good offense. So they'll lose to the Falcons. They'll get a win against the Titans. Because I think Mac Jones is eventually going to become a much much more comfortable, a much better quarterback, you know, midway to late in the year. They'll get a win against the Titans. Lose against the Bills. You have your bye week. And then they'll finish off the year 3-1 and one against the Colts. Bills, Jaguars, and Dolphins. That the only loss in there is to the Bills. I think they finished the year seven and ten. Not a playoff team, but they'll show a lot of promise with Mac Jones as their quarterback. And I think in year two, once Mac Jones becomes much more comfortable in the Belichick system, they could very easily be a ten and seven team. You flip that record around. Two and four in the division. Two and seven at home. Five and three on the road. And I really think, you know, next year and the year after is where you look out for the Patriots again. Next, the New York Jets. The New York Jets are going to start off the year very, very shaky. Going to lose their first five games against the Panthers, Patriots, Broncos, Titans, and Falcons. Thankfully, you'll have your bye week there at the beginning of the year to kind of settle down a little bit. Then Zach Wilson will get his first couple wins as a pro against the Patriots, and against the Cincinnati Bengals. Then you'll go on another three-game losing streak against the Colts, the Bills, and the Dolphins. Then three out of four games 
you'll get some wins against the Texans. You'll get a win against the Philadelphia Eagles, I think. A loss to the Saints. And I think the Saints are kind of, you know, an underrated team. Kind of a a sneaky sleeper with Jameis Winston at quarterback. Get a win against the Dolphins. And then three losses in a row to close the season. Versus Jacksonville, versus Tampa Bay, and then at the Buffalo Bills. They'll finish their season at 5-12. and 12. I think Zach Wilson might be a little bit better, you know, by the end of the year. Like I said, he's got that he's got that cannon arm. He can he's got some mobility, but he's got that Baker Mayfield flair that I don't overly love. And uh I don't know, there's just a lot of bust potential there. And it's a young offensive line, kind of a mixed bag of receivers that I don't really love. You know, Jamison Crowder, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. I don't I don't love that trio. But again, we'll see. We'll see. I do think it's going to be a rough start for the Jets, though. So the Patriots 7 and 10, the Jets 5 and 12. Next up, the Miami Dolphins. And the Dolphins with Tua Tagovailoa, I do think can be a playoff team this year, not win the division, but be a wild card. Uh, and if they somehow land Deshaun Watson in a trade, which we're hearing rumors about, it is possible. Then of course, I think they would be probably favored to win the division. Maybe uh, and they would be an even better team. So I'm going to operate under the assumption that Deshaun Watson's not playing this year though. So this is to his team, to his dolphins. And they're going to start off the year below 500 through the first five games they're going to start off two and three a win versus new england a loss to the bills a win versus the raiders and then two losses in a row to the colts and the buccaneers Uh, and then they're going to go on a really nice run here Uh, and so in the next eight games they're going to get seven wins wins against the jaguars and the falcons another loss to the bills you'll get zero and two in the bill to the bills in the division and then Five wins in a row, Texans, Ravens, Jets, Panthers, Giants. Uh, I do think the Dolphins could knock off the Ravens, and that'll kind of be a signature win for them in the middle of the season. You have your bye week close to the end of the year, and then they're going to go on a little bit of a skid to close the year. One and three, a loss to the Jets, a win versus the Saints, and then two losses to the Titans and the Patriots. To close the year, they'll go 10 and 7, 2 and 4 in the division. Not the best division record, but if you have a 10 and 7 record, you're going to be in wild card contention, I think. 4 and 4 on the road, 6 and 3 at home. And that puts them, I think, second in the division to the Buffalo Bills, who will close out the show this evening. Buffalo Bills, I don't know. I, I The question is not how many games they win it's how many games will they lose uh, and i don't think it's going to be very many i'm going to start off the year 4-0 against the pittsburgh steelers the dolphins washington football team and the houston texans they'll lose to the second best team in the league in the kansas city chiefs and then you'll get a win against the titans going into the bye week and you're going to start off five and one then you'll get after the bye week six wins in a row in total, a seven-game win streak if you include the Titans' win before the bye. So wins against the Dolphins, the Jaguars, the Jets, the Colts, the Saints, and the Patriots. A loss against the best team in the league, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or should I say the 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then four wins in a row to potentially claim the number one seed in the AFC, if not the second seed at worst. And uh, you're going to go 15-2. and two, And those wins, those four wins at the end of the year against the Panthers, Patriots, Falcons, and Jets. So 15 and 2, they'll go 6 and 0 in division, 6 and 2 on the road, 9 and 0 at home. I do think that the Bills could earn the the number 1 seed in the AFC playoffs. And again, we haven't gotten to the Kansas City Chiefs' schedule yet. We're going to predict their record in the next episode with the AFC West, but not only do I think the Bills, you know, could they win 15 games and be the first seed. I think Josh Allen will be the MVP. I think they're going to throw the football at an unbelievably high rate because their running game is not fantastic with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. I think Josh Allen is going to throw it way more than any quarterback in the league this year. And I think that's going to contribute to some big time numbers. So not only the 15 wins, but Certainly probably going to throw for over 5,000 yards. Could have 40 touchdown passes. Maybe a handful of interceptions just because he is a a gunslinger. But, you know, he's also kind of a dual threat. He can run it a little bit. I mean, I think he's going to win MVP this year. And they're sitting at 15-2. and So those are two divisions. Uh, We're going to start combining divisions, or not combining divisions, but doing two divisions an episode uh, to really make sure we get all of these predictions in before next Thursday when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the reigning Super Bowl champions, open up the season against the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night football. So to recap, in the AFC South, Texans going 0-16, Titans winning the division at 9-8, Colts right behind at eight and nine. The Jaguars in third place in the division at three and fourteen. And in the AFC East, the Bills will race to a fifteen and two record and win that division. Dolphins potentially claiming a wild wild card spot at ten and seven. The Jets last place at five and twelve. Patriots third place at seven and ten. In the next episode, we're going to conclude our AFC predictions with the AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Denver Broncos, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Los Angeles Chargers. I almost said San Diego. It's such a bad habit. And then after that, we're going to get into the NFC. So I want to make sure I get all these predictions in before next Thursday. And of course, before next Thursday as well, we're going to do our primetime predictions, the five best games of the weekend in week one. We're going to predict those games. And Yeah, football season is so close, baby. So, so close. That'll do it for episode 142 of WFS, The Will Ford Show. Make sure you rate and review the show on iTunes, like and comment on SoundCloud, and then follow me on social media on Twitter, at The Will Ford Show, on Instagram, at Will Ford Show, on TikTok, at The Will Ford Show. Follow me on all those platforms, and then give this podcast a subscribe. I'm also on Spotify, so if that's where you get your podcasts, check me out there too. I'll see you in episode 143 for more NFL record predictions. This is WFS, The Will Ford Show. 